This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour, coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC studio and online at theticketfm.com. Good evening, everybody. Thank you for joining us and staying with us tonight. Uh, special edition Teammates Mentoring Hour. You know the deal. 402-464-5685, the starter Hammond text line. You can text in the show with your comments, thoughts, and opinions. You could call in the Honda Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. And the live video stream is up. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, those chat rooms are open as well. So if you want to be a part of the conversation, you can. That's the way to do that. This hour... I get hyped about to, about this segment because it's the community being active and the positive engagement and the positive work that's being done by anonymous angels. We kind of want to make them a little more known and to say thank you publicly for the work that's being done, the lives that are being fect- affected. These mentors not only have chosen to change the lives and trajectory of, of young people in this community, but they are going to reach people that they never meet in the work that they do. And it's important uh, for all of us to kind of stand up, accept the challenge, and honor the code for what is teammates mentoring so that uh, we can make this a, a, a better life and a better experience for some of the young people in there. Let's bring in uh, tonight's mentors and our guest tonight. Uh, first, Russ Ewing, if you would introduce yourself and let the notes, folks, let the folks know who you are, what you do, and why you do this. Uh, my name is Russ Ewing, and I'm the Director of Student Services for Lincoln Public Schools. Um, I've been uh, the director for the last 11 years. Prior to that, I was at Lincoln High for 20 years as a teacher, coach, and associate principal. That, that's quite a mouthful for, for the work that's being done, plus you find time to do this. Um, you know, I uh, started actually being involved with teammates as uh, one of my duties as an administrator at Lincoln High was being the teammates facilitator. Lincoln High has always had a long history of having a number of teammate mentors there and uh, a great program. So it was great to be initially involved in that way as a facilitator to help mentors get matched up with their uh, mentees, have a person that they could go to when there were questions or anything like that. And then when I left Lincoln High, I one of the things that I missed the most was being around kids. And so being able to be a teammate mentor was something that I could do. And so I uh, very quickly uh, got matched up with a uh, mentee uh, in, in this role uh, 11 years ago, and now I am on my fourth mentee. See, those numbers matter because it's the exponential value. Like I, you have to see past what's happening. Imagine the families that you're affecting uh, and then the space that's in there. So. Uh, Let's bring in our next uh, mentor, Julie Latimer. Julie, please tell the folks who you are and what you do. Um, My name is Julie Latimer, and I am a life coach. I have a business called Being Brave Together, and so I work with people on um, working through things that to make to increase the the uh, positivity in their lives. So, and I have been a life um, I've been a mentor for five years. Why is the next question? Why would you do the things that you do? This is this is actually a labor of love. Why? 
Absolutely. Um, I grew up, my, both of my parents were educators, and so our dinner table conversations always centered around their students and how they could help their students. And so I grew up with that as a commitment. And so it became clear to me at the time that I became a mentor, I was a marketing director with a large corporation and working with children was something that was missing in my life. And so this allowed me to do it in a way that um, I could juggle my corporate schedule, but also do something that was really important to me. Nola, it's uh, from the inside, and you get to see you know twice the story and twice the twice the work. Nola Derby Bennett, uh, please introduce yourself to our listeners. Yeah, hi. Um, my name is Nola Derby Bennett. I, um, in my day job, get the privilege of um, serving as the director of community learning centers for Lincoln Public Schools. So I get to work with all of our amazing community partners that help um, keep our students in programming, in academic and enrichment programming, um, before and after school, and supporting families and the neighborhoods. Let me ask why. The, the, the why is always important because it tells me how deep this thing runs for you? Yeah, that's that's such a great question and, and such an important perspective. So um, I actually do my professional work and then also um, have chosen to serve as a mentor um, sort of as a um, – as part of my upbringing, my experience growing up, I grew up in a small town here in Lincoln or um, here in Nebraska. And um, my dad was an alcoholic and he was a functioning alcoholic. He had a job and, you know, our family was was doing OK. But there were a lot of a lot of people in our community who knew what it looked like inside of the walls of our house and some of the struggles that my family had. And so there were lots of, of adults who stepped up and um, served and supported our family in different ways. I have six brothers and sisters. All seven of us have um, college degrees. All um, There's four of us that have advanced degrees. Um, one, one of my sisters has a PhD. And all of us were able to get to the point of being um, successful in our lives because we had mentors who believed in us and who supported us through our journeys. Russ, I'll ask, do you, do you find yourself looking at sharing your vision of your mentees? Like once you get to know them and you're, you spend time with them, is it sharing your vision of them or is it just, it just helping facilitate their vision of themselves? Uh, one of the things that I've really enjoyed is each, each one of my mentees has been different. And so I really think it is getting to know them, getting to know their strengths, what their interests are, and my job is not really to um, impose what I think or who I think they should be, but it's really trying to help them um, be the best version of themselves and capitalize on their strengths. And I think that's also the best way to connect kids. Well, being in schools, being in those brick-and-mortar buildings, you get to see a high volume of personality types. So does that help you identify what your mentee, the space that they're in, and the things you're going to need for you to help them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, again, it, it takes a while to build that relationship, but I think that the teammates does a great job of giving you guidance on how to kind of uh, help develop that and activities that you can do. And so, I th I, again, I think it is, it's, it's, a, it's around knowing, trying to know who they are, what their interests are, and capitalizing on that. Uh, an example of that is my first mentee. Um, he, 
you know, my I've got a huge interest in sports and athletics and have all my life. He did not really care about athletics, which was okay. Right. He had a big interest in cars, which I don't know anything about cars. But what we started doing is we started building model cars together. And so that was just kind of he taught me a lot about the different parts of the car because he just really knew about it and what, what purposes they, they served and so on. So I was able to learn a lot, but it was also a great conversation uh, piece for us and a way for us to really get to know each other. I'll, I'll ask this of you because you, you, you told me before you were a basketball coach. Through that, teammates is, is the common message. But on these one, one-to-one meetings or meetups, how difficult is it to get them to open up? Um, again, it depends upon the, the student. Okay. Some, it takes a little bit longer. But much of it is really kind of time and asking questions and being a listener and giving them the op, you know, kind of the comfort and the space to kind of be comfortable with you and then you can kind of see that starting to happen to where they really are to get more and more comfortable with sharing about the things that they like to do, what it is that they want to do in the future, what are things that they like and dislike. So again, it's, it's dependent upon the student, but as you move forward with them, you really start to develop that relationship and, and start to see those lights come on. Julie, you mentioned your, 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 your labor of love, your life project, and then there's teammates. What was the bridge for you that made you cross and, and, and connect what you normally do in your day-to-day to teammates? I so believe in the value of one-to-one relationships. Um, I think that students are often just a, a feel as though they're a small part of a much bigger whole and they feel and they feel as though they're kind of lost in that process and it became apparent to me that if I could have um, enjoy some kind of a connection one-on-one with a student that that would allow them um, to really be heard of course at, at the rate that they wanted to be heard one thing that I think is really important you asked the question about what does it take for a student to open up and I, I really approach it. I've had the same teammate. Um, we started when they were a third grader. They're now a, se- a seventh grader. We've gone through the COVID process together. And um, I did not go into it with the idea that it was my job to get them to open up. It was my job to just hold space for them and be very gentle and careful in um, making conversations, finding those commonalities that Russ talked about. Um, or the lack of commonalities, and that's totally okay. One of the things that my ment- mentee and I talk about a lot is that is how much we learn from each other. And so never placing ourselves in a position of being um, the leader or the, the knower of things, um, but to be very open to what our teammates uh, want to share with us. My teammate happens to be incredibly strategic, even as a third grader. She she manifested that with game playing and with learning how to um, teammates is awesome and providing activities for you to do and so one of the great things that we had was this this thing where you learned how to create electronic circuits and light up light bulbs and make things whir and fizz and it was such a joy to watch her figure those things out and I'm not going to lie. I'm a big picture eagle vision kind of person. I look at a bunch of instructions and I'm bored to tears. 
But this kid could look at those instructions and I would just literally hold the paper in front of her and she would just work her way through it and start connecting things and putting things together. And before you knew it, we had light bulbs going on and we had things flashing. And these were things that she had not experienced in other areas of her life. And it really was very empowering, especially for a female. And suddenly I heard her telling her teacher, well, Julie says I'm really strategic Julie says, I really have a great way working with my hands, with my figuring out things, how to follow direct, you know, learn directions. And I wasn't saying those things to make her feel better. I was really honoring the stuff that she was doing. And so it's really cool now to see as a seventh grader that um, she has taken those things that we're developing um, and taking them to a whole new level in middle school. How, how amazing is it to watch your mentees grow? I mean, you said from third grade to seventh grade. It's and crazy. And we understand what a huge leap that is. It's crazy. In the lives of these young people. And then you get the front, you get the, the passenger seat to watching these journeys. Let's go through that. Okay, so what what is that thing of watching the journey? Well, what are you noticing as your mentee grows up? Mm. I, well, I started with my first mentee when she was a fourth grader. Um, she moved away to a different community as a ninth grader, um, and came back to Lincoln, um, as an 11th grader during the middle of the pandemic, um, called the teammates office and asked for me to come back as her mentor. By that time I had gotten another mentee, but of course I said, absolutely, I'll take, I'll take, I'll just do both. Um, and she has again moved away to a different community, but she's a senior, Um, And it has been such an amazing privilege to get to witness that process with her. Um, You know, it's kind of been an um, an up and down experience, you know, moving away and, and, you know, changing schools and having to make new friends. But um, my gosh, I've gotten to see her, you know, go from a 11 year old little girl to a, a young woman who's got goals and and aspirations and who has discovered herself and and you know figured out who she is as a person who she is as in as it is in relationship to her friend groups and in relationship to her family and um you know I've I've gotten to sit right there with her while she's kind of talking through that process she's you know that relationship has just been incredible and such a safe space for her to be able to share um you know who she's becoming as a young person. Now the 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 mentee that I have now, I started with her when I was when she was a third grader and now she's a sixth grader, so I've gotten to see her through elementary and now discovering who she is in middle school and and kind of going through that process as well. So, I mean, what a gift to be able to just, you know, sit alongside and and honor those personalities and and honor those um, opportunities for them to discover who they are as people. Let me ask you all where the line is to you recognizing and accepting that you can help people in this space because there are listeners that would go i kind of want to help but maybe i'm not the person maybe i don't have the skill set maybe i don't have the time how did you cross that bridge that you know what yeah i'm supposed to be here for these young people whatever it takes and then you find out it doesn't take as much as you think it is how did you cross the bridge into okay I, I need to do this. For me, it was it was kind of a natural evolution, just because I had been in the schools for a long time, and then I was at the district office. So I, you know, 
I, I, I wanted to be able to continue to work with students. What I had to get used to, though, is I had to take my school hat off because my mentees did not want another school person. You another principal. Right, right. <laughs> and, and so I, I had to... Um, the message came to me fairly quickly about yeah. that because, yeah. you know, I wanted to talk to them about their grades and I wanted, you know, and that's not what my role was. That's not what, what I was, was supposed to do. What was your role? Um, my, my role is to um, be somebody for them to talk to. Uh, it's somebody for them to uh, feel comfortable with and be able to share the things that they want to share. And it's really just to kind of listen and support and to encourage them. Um, and so, you know, you do a lot of that as an educator, but you also want to go to fixing things. And I had to resist, get away from fixing resist, things. Resist, resist. Yes. Like, like mentoring isn't fixing. I had to learn that early on. That, yeah. Look, it's not my job uh, in, the, in the space that I am with the young people to fix what's, what, what they deem is wrong. I just have to be there. Like I had to be a sounding board. I have to be uh, kind of the rebounder, the fetch partner, uh, whatever thing they throw out in the space, I've got to catch and deal with. And and once I figured that out and got comfortable with it, it was great uh. <laughs> because you're you're just more in a you know kind of a collegial relationship and and um, uh, just kind of it, it it's not it's it's more of a partnership I guess than it is anything else. Julie, you I mean you strike me as a person that this is kind of how you live anyway. And now you just get to, to pour this into a, a consistent bucket of good. But when did you know that you had a gift for, for just being present and helping people? Um, I think I learned that I, I didn't have that as a gift, actually. It wasn't something I was born with. I was born as somebody, um, I was raised to constantly be thinking about how I was going to respond to somebody before they finished talking. Um, I did not hold space for people. I would, it was not... Um, it was not, I'll, it was 12 step, honestly, that taught me how to, uh, we don't talk about it in the social area, but um, you learn in 12 step meetings to sit and shut up and listen and that it's about everybody's story. It's not just about your own. And so I developed that over the course of many, many years. And I really found that to be super helpful. I find it to be super helpful as a teammate because, um, it's really tempting to want to go in and think that I'm going to honor this student, this, this kid with um, my wisdom and my expertise and my experience. And that is absolutely, and, and that's a big load to carry. Who wants to carry that load? I just want to be able to show up and wear my, my identification badge so that people know I'm safe and walk in and, and you know what's really cool is that half the time we might pull out a game like now we're really into Scrabble. And um, it's cool because it's giving my teammate the skills of um, reading, of making up words and having to keep score. So she, she's doing math. But more importantly, and in fact, she asked for Scrabble for Christmas. But more importantly, um, I don't, you don't have to walk in with any kind of an agenda, which is kind of nice because in almost every area of our life as parents or as, as employees or employers, we think we have to have an agenda. And it's cool, so freeing to walk in. When we were at her grade school, 
our the biggest thing we did was spend a lot of time out in the courtyard and examine how the seasons were changing, create, um, collecting nature samples, um, looking at things under the microscopes, all that kind of stuff. So you just kind of show up and and you kind of just have this feeling of okay, what what how are they leading me? How do they what do they want to do today? Sometimes we don't even get to Scrabble because they're so, she's so busy talking, which is cool as a shy seventh grader. For and and then I'll shut up, but. Like today was super cool because the first thing that she did was pull out her phone and sh start showing me all these photographs of beautiful snakes, super cool snakes. And I used to work at the zoo, so I love snakes. And so I said, have you ever, do you know anything about zoo crew at the zoo? And she was like, no, what's that? And I said, well, you get to go behind the scenes and you get to work with the zookeepers and you get to, and her eyes lit up. And so we looked at, we called the zoo, we found out when their registration process takes place, and then she's going to talk to her mom about the possibility of making that happen. And, you know, I w we were only there an hour today, and already she's, like, super psyched about this as a possibility. Like, those are, like, those magic moments, and most mentors will say they, they, they can go to that magic moment where, as, as Russ said, you find out what his love of cars was about you found out that, hey, there's a thing that moves this young lady in an exceptional way. Noel, I'll ask you, is there a magic moment that jumps to mind where you find out a thing about a mentee that not only makes you smile, but you guys get, get to share it going forward? Um, you know, I would say with, with, with my first mentee, getting her, some of the, the growth moments for her in middle school with sorting out female friendships and um i would say the magic moments are the times when she sinks down in the chair when i come you know where she's just like i'm so glad you're here i have these challenges that i'm struggling with and i don't have anybody else to talk to about them these are the situations that are going on with these friend groups help me help me navigate this and so just talking through you know what does that look like knowing that she trusts me infinitely <laughs> to give her, you know, to, to ask questions and to kind of help her discover a way to get through challenging middle school female friendships sometimes. Those are magic moments in, in that relationship for me is, is just having that, um, that experience with her and knowing that there was safe space for her to ask for help. That, that, that simple thing uh, that they're eight, once they learned that, yeah, you're here for you're here for me. Those are those are magical moments. We're gonna take a break. Uh, again, on the teammates mentoring hour, we'll do this. Uh, Rush Ewing is here. Uh, Nolo Derby Bennett is here. Julie Latimer is here. Big Sky, take us to break. When we come back, I'll ask you about your prep for this, so that we can tell the people who are listening if they're considering and pondering jumping into this pool. What's what's the process? What do they need to go through? What's it like to go through the whole point of being nominated, evaluated, and then being put in the space where mentoring happens? So I'll ask you those questions when we come back to 93.7 The Ticket. Don't go anywhere. More of the Teammates Mentoring Hour is minutes away on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
Welcome back to the Teammates Mentoring Hour. We have three mentors here who have been a part of Teammates uh, and, and, and are doing a really good job of telling the story and clearing the path for folks who want to be a part of this labor of love. Uh, Rush Ewing, Nola Derby Bennett, and Julie Latimer. And I asked you guys before the break to kind of ponder if you would share the process. Because people listening who, who again, they have the right hearts. We get, need to get their feet to move. <laughs> and that's sometimes the most difficult thing to do. A lot of that is based on fear of the process. So what is the process to become a mentor? Yeah, well, I can kind of share. Um, I mean, really, it's getting yourself to the teammates website, LincolnTeammates.org. Um, right at the very top of the website, there's a button that says get involved with teammates and you click on it and there's an application process. Um, there are uh, you have to provide a couple of references um, and then, um, you know, hit submit and um, they do the reference checks. They do the background checks on everybody who who applies. And um, there's actually a, a, a tool that they use to help match um mentors with the perspective mentees so a little bit of like a personality match um so that they're making sure that they're matching young people with the adults who have you know common interests or common um things in common um and then you when i met with both of my mentees um they invite you, the facilitator invites you out to the school. Once you've been identified as a match for a student, you actually get the opportunity to meet with that student, um, kind of learn a little bit about them, and then you agree together um, to go forward in that relationship process. So um, the facilitators do a great job then of checking in um, with the, the both the mentee and the mentor. They're there as a resource. I actually emailed the facilitator at my mentee's middle school this year and I said middle school seems to be a little bit of a adjustment for her is she still in for having this relationship because it I didn't want it to be too much for her with the transition into middle school so there are lots of opportunities for check-in for support um, but that's kind of the process is is you know just signing up and saying I'm in and and the teammates office is wonderful and and will help to answer questions and provide all of the support um, that they have at their fingertips. Julie, was your was your upload <laughs> activity was it was it user friendly for you? Was it comfortable for you? It was super user friendly. Um, the 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 process that Nola just described was very easy, and it took very very little of my time. And then um, there is a, a short training once mm -hmm. you become a teammate. There is a short training, which is important, and but it, it didn't take long at all, and I learned a lot. And I I can't say enough about I don't. This is this sounds kind of goofy, but I'll never forget how sacred it felt when my mentee and I met with the teammate facilitator at her school facilitator for for the first time. The facilitator did this amazing job of helping us to understand what truly a sacred relationship this was. And I just remember both of us just kind of feeling like, wow, this is this is the shiz. This is a big deal. And um, the other 
cool thing that came out of it was that I had not, through my jobs, had the opportunity to do the Gallup Strength Finder process. And that is one of the things that you can do through teammates. And so I learned a lot about my own strengths through Gallup. And then we recently did it with my mentee. And so she learned about her strengths as well. And so there's a lot of extra stuff that comes with it, too. It, it, was, it was not arduous at all. It was, I perceived it to be really easy. Russ, when you tell people that you're doing this, um, what, is, what are the questions that people ask you? Um, some of the questions are around time, um, you know, and what that kind of looks like, if there's some flexibility on, on time, what happens if I have to miss sometimes. And I think all of us, at, you know, as teammates, that happens. You know, things come up. Um, it's really simply uh, letting the school know that you're not going to be able to be there. They communicate that to your mentee. Um, and then I think it's, it's part of there's kind of sometimes this apprehension about being able to develop a, a relationship with a young person. And the other thing that I would add to what has been shared is I think teammates also does a great job of providing activities and different games or different things that you can do with your mentee mm -hmm. or you can kind of choose what you want to do julie had mentioned before about different things that you um you know based on on student interest maybe it's based on what's going on and so i think that is something that can really alleviate people's apprehension maybe as well is that there's so many resources out there and it really is a matter of just kind of getting together and getting to know each other and having conversations. How much time do you actually spend? And is it an every week sort of situation for you? My goal is to get there every week. I, I don't get there every week, but well, I generally busy, do. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know a, a <laughs> lot of stuff going you know, on. Everybody's, yeah. everybody's busy. Right. But, but I do, you know, I, I, I would venture to say that um, I get there probably 75% of the weeks in the school year. And um, for me, the time spent is part based on the school schedule, but it's also sometimes based on um, the, the student and kind of the age that they're in. And because sometimes, you know, younger kids maybe don't have that attention span. And so you maybe just spend a little bit uh, less time. But then as they get older, you're able to increase that. Um, and I will say this, it goes very fast. And every time I've got a little bit bigger skip in my step than, <laughs> than what I generally do just because I enjoy it and it's a fun thing to do it's very refreshing Julie how do you approach that when it comes to time and time missed and the connection because we understand once you connect that whenever more space is created it, you've got to make that 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 time and space up yeah um I I pretty much make a commitment to go every week um that's just a personal choice I uh however for example I will be traveling for the next two weeks and so my teammate and I had to talk about that. And we looked at a map of the different places that I would be going. I had planned on taking an atlas today so we could actually figure out this road that I'm trying to figure out, but I didn't, we didn't have time. But, um, and, then this is, and then this is something I like to do. I send her postcards when I'm traveling and I send them to the teammate facilitator and then she passes them on. It's certainly not a requirement to do something like that, but you start, you start kind of having fun with it, you know. It's like so when I was gone um, for for five weeks a couple of years ago, my my teammate got five different postcards from different different locations, and she has kept every one of those. So I think that you can work within your own schedule and do whatever it is you need to. I think it is important to 
um, show commitment and show um, consistency. <laughs> That's fantastic because I, I would I would fall on the side of, of the mentor that would want to, to do those things constantly. What are the boundaries that teammates set in those sort of communications? What do you do? How does that work? Well, I think I, I think Julie had um, pointed out a really good um, a good a good workaround. So sending the communication through the facilitator. Every school building has one, and so there's that professional in the building that kind of helps to um, you know pass on that communication. Um, so that's a that's an amazing. <laughs> That's an amazing thought to just work around that. Um, it, it really is all school based. And so there, you know, it, there isn't a relationship outside of the school. There isn't um, communication outside of the school. You don't meet with your mentee outside of the school. That's that's, you know, keeping keeping the relationship really in that school building. And, and it's it makes it very safe. How do you how do you deal with that? Because in a lot of cases, the mentors are. Um, having their meetings at the school closest to them or, or local to them. What happens if there's a public engagement? What happens if you go to a ball game or you go to, at the grocery store and you see your mentee? What's the protocol? Sure, yeah. I mean, if you run into them out in public, of course, you know, it's it's okay to, you know, to greet and say hello, but you don't schedule things with your mentee outside of outside of school. So, you know, it happens that you may run into them around town. Lincoln's not that big, um, but you know, it's not something that you would schedule with your mentee. Is there any space or place for mentor parent conversations about their young people? Ooh, that's a good question. I have met um, the parents of one of my teammates. It was actually at, um, I went to one of her school events. So that's an okay thing to do if, if that's something that you feel compelled to do. She had a concert at school, um, a strings concert, and had asked me if that was something that I would want to come to. And, you know, beings that it was at the school, I did. I attended. I didn't um, sit with her family, but I did meet them after, um, after, the, after the, show, the concert was over. And it, I thought that was a really great um, opportunity just for them to, you know, kind of put a face to um, a story or, you know, uh, something that she maybe have talking with them about at home um, and and to help them know that I, you know, was just a safe person who was, you know, creating a relationship with their daughter. So um, that I thought that was, you know, an okay thing to do. Um, I wouldn't say that, I mean, the relationship is meant to be between the mentee and the mentor and, mm. and not to have um, the families really be involved in that. So I don't think that that's something that's generally encouraged. Right. Um, but certainly, like I said, I've met her her family in the past. I, I would just imagine that <laughs> your little mentee seeing you out in, in public, <laughs> that the natural reaction would be that explosion of joy that, hey, there's my person. And that that line it, being clear about how the process should work. Have you had any of those sort of in, in engagements or moments where you cross paths with your, your mentee? Russ? Well, for my, my first two mentees were in high school when, when I started. And um, one of them was involved in activities. He was, a, he was an athlete, so I would go watch him play periodically. And somewhere along the line, I figured out who his parents were, so I did kind of the same thing. I went and introduced myself and just kind of visited with them a little bit, and we actually knew some mutual people, so that was kind of fun. 
Um, and then another one, I met his mother when he graduated. So at his graduation party, he invited me to his graduation party, and, and so I had a chance be, to look, meet. That's a great day. Yeah. That yep. is a great day. Julie, have you had any of these engagements? Um, bec- my mentee has invited me um, to all of her concerts. It, I mean, we uh, you always have to meet at the, at the school. And so I've been to, and this is just my own choice, so I've been to all of her concerts. Um, and so her, her parents and I have talked a lot, um, not about the mentee, but just, and um, she was disappointed today to learn that I couldn't come to her sister's graduation <laughs> because it's not at her middle school. Yeah. Um, and so we, we actually have a, a really fun relationship um, because I've been to the science fairs and I've been to the concerts and all of that, always at her school and always within appropriate parameters. Will you move from school to school with her? I already have. Okay. We've already moved. In fact, it was really interesting because she she kind of um, missed out on the last part of her fifth grade year because of COVID and did virtual. And then um, we were able to process over to um, her middle school um, when we when we were able to meet again and that was really a fun reunion we really had a good time because we it was the longest we hadn't seen each other since our relationship began I chose I chose to even see her we got permission to meet at the school during the summer and so um, it, it with and the librarian was our supervisor yeah. we met in the library yeah. and so for us it would had been a really long time for us to go without seeing each other that, that's <laughs> again if, if 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 you aren't moved by the stories and the possibilities then we're doing this wrong this is the teammates minute and hour with road to break when we come back the challenge will be issued so think of somebody that you think should be doing this that should be a teammate that isn't let's let's send out the challenge uh to that and then give a message to people who are considering becoming a mentor so we'll do that when we close out uh, the teammates mentoring hour don't go anywhere. More of the Teammates Mentoring Hour is minutes away on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Final segment of Teammates Mentoring Hour. You can, in fact... Get more information at lincolnteammates.org. Go through, do your do your search, check it out, look around the website. Um, if you have questions, feel free to reach out, um, and we'll get through it. This is a nomination segment where I, I'm asking the mentors to challenge somebody they know who they think should be doing this, somebody that, that has the heart, they have the feet for it, they have the legs for it, and they have the back for it. Nola, we'll start with you. Well, okay, but I can tell you, being the spouse of the teammates coordinator in Lincoln, we have recruited all of our friends. (laughs) You tried. Well, let's take a second shot at somebody. So, I mean, I'm just going to say anybody in this community of Lincoln who cares about the future um, of our community, anybody out there who's sort of just hearing this and going, oh, huh, I, I could probably do that do it it you should it's it's awesome it's so fun i mean i think the three of us that are sitting here 
we would say we are getting as much out of this as our as our mentees are. It's good. It's like, right, good for the soul. Right. Like this, that that's the part that we privately keep to ourselves that we get great <laughs> benefit out of this thing. It seems service, but service always returns. That's just the way it works. So, yeah, that's the challenge to folks that, listen, if, if you're slightly curious. Yeah. And Lincoln, you're, come you're, on. You're leaning in a little. Julie, is there anybody you want to you wanna reach out to? Well, I'm not thinking uh, – I'm thinking of a specific person. I'm not going to call them out. But I'm thinking about anybody who is busy with a corporate job who feels as though they just can't take time away from their day to do this. And I was pleasantly surprised when I reached out to my corporation and said, this is something I'm really interested in. And they did not hesitate. They were like, yes, you absolutely need to do this. We so support you. And that included what little drive time there was. And so I would really encourage anyone who is part of a bigger company to not assume that their workload or their work schedule precludes them from doing this. And I think if, you know, if you carve out a little bit of time, um, what you find is my daughter, for example, works for Huddle, and Huddle is a big uh, uh, supporter of teammates. And she and I were having coffee yesterday, and, and I was ta- she's, she's been around my, I mean, she hasn't met my mentee, but she, she has heard about her. And she said, you know, I'm really busy at Huddle, but she said, I bet they would let me you know take an hour away and I said I bet they would absolutely let you take an hour away so don't let the fact that you have uh you know you're part of a big corporation keep you from considering this Russ well I was kind of thinking along the same lines as Julie was but I also had uh you know I I guess another way to go is there's a lot of people out there that enjoy being around kids and have uh, a history of being around kids whether it's through family um, whether it's through maybe they were involved in youth activities in some way. Um, but if, if you're somebody who gets a kick out of listening to and watching kids, this is for you because you really get to know uh, and be around. You get, to, you, get to, you get to hear what's going on from your mentee. You get to watch them grow. You get to laugh. Um, and so I really think that uh, if, if that's you, then you need to get on the LincolnTeammates.org website. What is the final message? Take about 30, 45 seconds and give your message to somebody that may know of a young person that needs to be in this program as well. How can they help? Well, I mean, I think, you know, we know that there's a, a – an enormous waiting list. There's so many students who are waiting, waiting for someone um, to do exactly what we just described to, to raise their hand. Um, but we also know that there are so many more students who could benefit um, from from a relationship with an adult. So, I mean, I think you're doing an amazing job of, of getting the message about teammates out there into the community. And I, my hope is that we need to keep um, keep up with um, getting the kids, you know, getting the students, ma- you know, getting the matches in there because there's so many adults who are here saying, I, I love Lincoln and I love um, what what's what we have going on here and I want to be a part of this. And so we're recruiting as many uh, incoming mentees as we are mentors, you know, and every year we have a patch of, of mentee, mentees who are graduating. And so getting, you know, getting people getting the next third graders on the list is important as well. Do we know how many how many folks are on the waiting list? 
I asked Jim that today, and um, what the answer that I got was hundreds, <laughs> hundreds of, of students out there waiting. That, that's, that, that breaks my heart um, that that's there. Um, Julie, final words for the listeners about teammates and, 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 and what this thing is. You know, there are so many ways that we can impact kids, and in my opinion, this is one of the least time-consuming um, ways that you can have an impact on a child and be impacted by a kid um we're not talking hundreds of hours or even tens of hours every week volunteering we're talking one hour a week and a little bit of drive time and literally you you don't have to put in a ton of preparation you don't have to and you get some a little bit of training and and some benefits along with it so what an incredible way to impact a child I said during the break, it's like donating blood. You know, I'm in and out donating blood in less than 45 minutes, and what a huge impact that makes. This is the same thing, mm-hmm. but even better. Yeah. So just just do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's time. Russ, final words. I would agree with everything that's been said and just encourage somebody to kind of take that next step. There's, there is a student out there waiting for you, and you won't regret it. And it's something that you will gather more from, gain more from than your teammate will. We talk about community all the time. And usually it's based on the space that sports will unite people and get them moving in a positive direction for positive cause. This is not a greater cause. It is the greater cause. We can help this community by adding to the lives and quality of life of the young people in it. The future is this group that we're talking about. And there are great people in this community who have impact. We need your influence. So please go to LincolnTeammates.org. Do some research. Look around. Ponder for yourself. Is there somebody waiting for you? The answer is yes. We will talk to you again next Wednesday night. Same time. Teammates Mentoring Hour uh, to Julie. To us, to, to, to know, thank you for a great evening. Listeners, the challenge is now yours. Stand up, be heard. <laughs>